Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Chris Jones. Chris, you are a certified EOS implementer. You are an entrepreneur, you're a keynote speaker, and you're the author of the book, Relentless AF, an entrepreneur's success story. Chris, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Good to see you. And so, you know, I was kind of giving you just a, a quick kind of headline title there, but how would you describe your, your work and impact in the world today? Oh, yeah, that's a fun question. I think that, um, you know, helping people kind of uncover what they're amazingly good at, leverage their, leveraging their talents and their team's talents, right? Like helping teams kind of create transformational growth in, in their business and, the, and in themselves. And uh, it's, it's all about growth for me. So helping people get better at what they do. And are you working with individuals? Do you work with organizations? I mean, obviously, aside Teams. from the speaking, are you, because with EOS, sure. um, obviously that involves, you know, you're looking within, you know, how the, how, well, I'll let, I'll let you describe how EOS works and, 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 you know, it's an operating system, obviously for a company, but is there a certain size of company where that starts to be relevant? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it works for all sizes of business for sure, but it's really specifically designed for entrepreneurial businesses. So 10 to 250 employees is the sweet spot. It works for smaller businesses. If you're like, I just buy the book and download the tools and do it on my own. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to work with an implementer, sort of 10 plus employees where it starts to make sense. And for those that don't know EOS, like it's the entrepreneurial operating system. There's all sorts of books out there. The key one being Traction. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm deep, deep into that world of EOS. Yeah. Why? Why do you think EOS is relevant today? So, you know, as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, started lots of businesses, figured lots of stuff out, like even have a degree in entrepreneurship, uh, you know, but it teaches you certain things and not others. And so at some point I was like, hey, what? I learned in my degree and my life experience only got me so far. I'm like, I need to get to the next level and like how, right. And so EOS was great and kind of giving me a roadmap and a set of tools to grow beyond where I kind of got stuck at myself. And so when I'm working with the leadership teams in those entrepreneurial businesses, typically like three to seven people, I'm arming those people with a set of tools that, empowers them to grow their business beyond where it's currently at. Chris, your book, Relentless AF, uh, tells, again, I believe your entrepreneurial success story. Uh, on sure. the cover, you've got the word disaster story crossed out and inevitable success. What is, and I know that this is something that you speak on, but 
Sure. What, 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 what makes you qualified to, to talk to teach about being relentless? Yeah. So, I mean, I think being an entrepreneur is just a series of crises in a way, like <laughs> one like, thing after another. And at one point, like I lost 70% of my business in one conversation. Oof. And it was like, gone. And it's like, oh, crap. Now what do I do? And I had to recover from that. I mean, we looked at like, do we literally shut the business down? There's so much of it was gone. Like, is it worth trying to revive this thing? We decided, yes, it made sense to revive it. And it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me. Like, it was so much fun rebuilding that, uh, you know, getting up off that mat, dusting myself off, reconvening with the team, had to lay off like, you know, a bunch of my teammates, which really sucked, but we found our way through it and we, we charted a new path and it ended up being incredibly successful. And we blew revenue records out of the water by 50% within like less than two years. We were like, ah, who cares about that? This is ended up being an amazing thing. So, you know, I suffered my share of setbacks. And so in that book, it really is about that recovery and the methods I employed to do that and do it well. And then lo and behold, COVID hits as I'm like editing the manuscript and 60% of the business walks out the door basically overnight. And it's like, oh, I've been here before. I was kind of energized by the whole thing. Quite frankly, I'm like, there is huge opportunity and amazing things that will come from this crisis in addition to the bad stuff for sure. But I was energized by the whole thing and I employed the same methods during COVID uh, you know, lost a bunch of overnight and then rebuilt. And it ended up having my best year in history in 2020 and then continued to grow through 21 and 22. So got to put those into action again. Let's say that you're talking with someone and they say, Chris, I just got off the worst phone call of my business life. I yeah. have no idea what I'm going to do. I am... I'm depressed. I'm shocked. I'm sad. I, I, I can't see, I can't even begin to think about how I'm going to turn this thing around because all I know is I feel like I'm about to lose everything right now. Like what yep. would you say to someone in, in when they're in the midst of it? Yep. Yeah. I think the first thing is to pause and it, it's, you know, we're, we're not going to fix it all in the moment. It's not, oh, just think positive. This is going to be fine. Uh, you know, so it's just sort of one thing at a time, but it is a moment to pause first off and just say, okay, well, what, what does this really mean? Bigger picture, 20 years from today, you know, what are, what am I going to look back and see this as a moment in my life that was, you know, really pivotal for me? I think it's just a recollection of self. And then it's like, okay, well, what's the next thing I got to do? Even if it's just one thing, like, you know what, just show up to this next meeting or, uh, you know, what a, eventually it starts to transition to like, what opportunities, what doors does this open that weren't there yesterday? Because what I've found is crisis op allows us to access a different part of our brain. Like 
without that crisis in place, we wouldn't have got to this way of thinking. And so the ideas and opportunities and things that happen in the moment of challenge makes us see things a completely different way, uh, which presents all sorts of interesting opportunities for growth if we can think of it in that way. And how do the principles of EOS help us to become a bit more resilient as a company? Yeah, great. So I think one of the biggest things that we talk about, one of the key tenants in EOS is open and honest. And like we say, there's no elephants in the room allowed. There's no sacred cows. Like everything is just an issue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 70% walked out the door. Well, it's just an issue. It's a fairly big one, but you know, it's just an issue. And so it allows us to confront the cold, hard truth of a situation to like, I just, I talk about punching issues in the face. Like we don't dance around them. We don't talk in subtleties or nuance. Like, no, no. Like this is the freaking problem right now. And this sucks. And what are we going to do about it? It's like, okay. Like it's just, there's no, there's no dancing. And so the, the clients that I was working with as COVID hit, all of a sudden, everyone in the entire world is basically in crisis mode. And so we got to see how companies responded. And my companies did pretty dang good that I was working with. And because, hey, they're putting this stuff on the issues list. They're responding. They're not afraid to talk about anything. They got a level of trust with their teammates that are higher uh, and then allows them to go to those tougher spaces. You know, does that mean we need to lay people off? Does that mean we need to carve salaries? Does that mean maybe I need to take a step back for like all these hard conversations? My teams are just going to go right into that storm and challenge themselves. Today, Chris, uh, your your book, Relentless AF, who should be reading this book and what is the transformation that will take place when they read it? Yeah, so Relentless AF is designed for entrepreneurial leaders, uh, whether they're going through crisis or, you know, about to go through crisis. Uh, it's going to help them understand a, a roadmap for what is growing a business and suffering crisis look like. But it's also very much, I don't know, like I had this like thing inside my head, like I've got to write a book, you know, and it's like, I've learned all these leadership lessons over my time uh, in my experience and learned from amazing leaders and learned some great tools as a leader to develop myself. And I'm like, I want to share these leadership development ideas in the book. And so I write a chapter and it'll be like my story. And then I'll go, okay, well, you know, here's a tool that I use to learn. And then at the end of the chapter, I do a synopsis of like, you know, let's check the replay. I use my, my football sports analogy of my background. And I'm like, okay, so let's check the replay and look at what are the key lessons from what I learned in this story. And then after that, I go into like, and what does this mean for you? And I asked some pretty like challenging, like trying to get deep with these questions of like, how is this issue showing up in your life right now? 
what are the potentials of what you could do about it and throw some, you know, some pretty challenging stuff at people to, to dig a little deeper and unfold a new layer for their level of leadership. I, I love uh, the, the concept of, you know, no elephants in the room you're talking about earlier. And yeah. I think about how valuable that is. And, and it really does, it, it, it reduces the number of surprises. So if there's an issue that's just, oh, we don't talk about that. Well, there's there's yeah. consequences to not talking about it. And I think that that's relevant to, you know, like maybe um, our, our relationships, our personal relationships, certainly, you know, uh, you know, for our marriages and partnerships, that, that sort of thing as well. Um, I, I agree with you. I think it's better to, you know, to, to, to kind of, you know, and, and in sales too. I think sometimes, you know, professional salespeople, they might feel that there's maybe some resistance on the other side, but maybe they don't, they, they either want to pretend it doesn't exist or they're uncomfortable in asking about it. But if we don't ask about it, then we don't know what the friction is and what the real reason is. And then we can't exactly. be as helpful uh, if we do that. And Anyone who's been in a marriage long enough, they know when something's bugging their partner, right? There's no, there's no, there's well, no fooling. We anybody. hope so, anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, I know. What it's like. yeah. And similarly in sales, if you've been doing sales for a while, you you know when someone's eh, there's something that they're not saying, and they're man, there's just so much value in just saying, like, listen, letting that person know this is a safe space and I am so cool with whatever the right outcome is, like whatever, you know, but yeah. let's go ahead and you know, let me know, like what, you know, are there, a, is there a showstopper? Is there, is there something that's bothering you? I'd, I'd love to learn about it and if, see if I can't help. Yeah. Yeah. I think that as I've continued on this journey of coaching in my life, and doing what I do, you know, for a living, and then all of the relationships that we have in our world, whether it's our spouse or our kids or our friends or who knows, you know, partners and, 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 and I've just learned to trust my instincts of like, hey, like I'm sensing something's off here. But maybe that's just a story I'm telling myself, but, you know, where are you at? You know, and and I encourage them. Yeah, this is a safe space. Open up. Like, I want to understand where you're truly at. And that curiosity kind of gets us to a level of understanding that wasn't there before. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Chris, who are you working with today and who should be reaching out and engaging with you? So, yeah, speaker, coach, author. So as a speaker, I'm speaking entrepreneurial leadership on audiences so not just the entrepreneur, uh, it's, you know, the, those that are looking to grow and make themselves better as leaders. The big topic I'm working on right now is how to let go and still sleep at night. Like, how do we, how do we let go of stuff? It can be a little scary as leaders, not just entrepreneurs. I've seen all levels of leaders struggle with this. And how do we delegate better? Um, as an author, yeah, those entrepreneurial leaders. And then as a coach, EOS implementer, I'm working with those entrepreneurial businesses that are hungry to grow that 10 to 250 employee range is the sweet spot. And those are, those are the three audiences, all entrepreneur focused at this point in my life. Awesome. Your website, relentlesschrisjones.com. When somebody goes there, 
what should they do? What, what, like, if they like, I like this Chris guy, uh, first off, yeah. pick up the book, Relentless AF. You can find that on Amazon right now. Uh, and then, uh, what other ways might be a great kind of next step after they've heard this interview? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the book, you can download a chapter, look at there. There's, uh, there's a resource guide for the book, the little workbook that you can download for free off the website that uh that works through there and other than that you schedule a call and uh you're looking to explore whether it's eos or a speaking uh you're looking as looking for a keynote speaker this kind of thing book a call and happy to have a chat i'd love to talk about what you're trying to accomplish and where how you want to get there all right chris jones again author of the book relentless af uh entrepreneur speaker and eos uh facilitator no what is the term we call it implementer. implementer. Very implementer. sexy title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaker, coach, facilitator, you name it. Therapist some days, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Relentlesschrisjones.com. Chris, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.